Joining us right now, we have a retired fire chief, Mike Figola, from the Illinois Fire Safety Alliance. Hi, uh, Chief. How are you? Good, G. How about you? Doing very well. Thanks so much for taking the time to, to you know, give us some information. And I'm guessing you're probably going to warn us about some things, too. I probably am. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? You sent over this impressive uh, report it's the 2019 mm-hmm. Fireworks Annual Report, and my goodness, it's like a book. Yeah. Stuff that I hadn't yes, even thought about. published every year. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. So what are some of the basics? Like, I mean, what are you thinking about as we head into the uh, 4th of July uh, weekend? Well, I'll tell you a little bit about where I come from. So mm-hmm. as a fireman and a paramedic, often I was there too late, like many, um, that the damage was already done. So... I got involved in the Illinois Fire Safety Alliance uh, probably about uh, 25 or 30 years ago. And basically, we're a burn prevention organization, and we're known best for having a burn camp for kids under the age of 17 every year. So our mission is to reduce burn injuries and deaths. And uh, fireworks falls in one of those. That's probably the easiest to eliminate. Well, by the way, thank you for your service. Um, we really do appreciate you and also that you're continuing your work, even though you're retired. So, um, there you go. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, no, truly. Um, you know, is it more of a situation where you just know people and families and children are going to be participating and setting off fireworks? So it's more about it's better just to make sure that folks have the information that they need to do it as safely as possible. You know what? Our thing is to abstain completely and leave it to the professionals. We just don't have the confidence in the quality of fireworks and the reality of living in a city block in Chicago or a a city lot with 25 feet and knowing that um, a consumer firework can travel as far as 100 feet. So that's four houses away to affect people that weren't involved. Yep. Okay. So you're saying don't do it. Yes. Okay. Yes. And so mm-hmm. I'm guessing now, um, you know, you just gave that statistic about how far a firework, uh, fireworks can travel. Um, and it's something that I, you know, had never even thought about, that uh, the quality of the fireworks, because they're, they're, they're coming from overseas, right? So there's no knowing what sort of, um, I just read an article about how there's high levels of lead and, and could be some other toxins in there, too. Well, and, and the U.S., um, Consumer Product Safety Commission is tasked with testing all fireworks that comes in either produced in the country, which there's still just a few, but most of that comes from abroad. And like a lot of federal agencies, they don't have the people in the in the, the budgets to be able to test as much as they want. In 2018, they did some added surveillance, and they found that 67% of a random selection of fireworks coming into the country was non-compliant, that it didn't meet the standards that the United States puts out, 67%. So you just don't know what you're getting. You know, if you're going to go out there and buy fireworks, you really don't know what type of product you have and how safe it is. That's right. Actually, 70% of those fireworks that were found non-compliant were overloaded with explosives and 19% had fuse issues, meaning that it either didn't support the weight of the fireworks, so the fuse would not operate properly, or it didn't light within three to nine seconds. So it either went off 
too fast, so somebody lights a firecracker and it goes off before they can get rid of it, or it takes over nine seconds and they think it didn't go off, so they go and grab it or look over it and it goes off as in the case where the gentleman in Indiana just in front of his kids just got hit in the head with a firework and killed him. So, wow. I mean, Mm -hmm. we're not just talking about sort of losing a finger or like a, you know, injury to yourself. It can kill you. Yeah, absolutely. And not to mention the 18,000 fires. There's more fires on the 4th of July than any other day of the year. Um, Do you have any statistics on just how many people are injured by fireworks each year? It's about 10,000. It goes up and down a little bit. I want to say, oh, last year was a little over 10,000, something like that. And the majority of the injuries are burns. And ironically, which brings us in, number one, burns, and the other one, 58% were burns. And um, the majority of the 36% of the injuries were to kids under the age of 15. Oh my goodness! So wow, and you and you're talking about these are like injuries that that you know last. They're lifelong injuries, right? Yeah. Well, these are the ones that required hospitalization, and I've got to say that um, the hospitals reporting injuries um, is voluntary. So mm-hmm. the numbers are estimated. Um, Consumer Product Safety Commission does a good job of estimating them, but they're probably ninety or ninety-five percent accurate. Now, of course, I know you're saying just don't mess with fireworks at all. But what about, you know, just like the, the smaller ones? Are they, you know, I guess I'm asking, yeah. are there ones that are better than, than others? Um, sparklers, ironically, um, where you give to the kids and they walk around with mm-hmm. them. They're not considered a firework. Okay. So, so they're legal in Illinois. You can buy them um, pretty much anywhere. And there's more injuries associated with sparklers than there are all the firecrackers put together. You were kidding me, Mike. You're not giving me any good news. <laughs> you see sparklers. Yeah. <laughs> you see sparklers yeah. at weddings and everything, too. Yeah. You know, and here's the problem is they look really harmless. They they seem like they don't cause any problems. The problem is they burn up to 1,800 degrees. Um, we just did a demonstration. I've done it for 20 years. You take a sparkler, and you just, for a second or less, touch a T-shirt, and the T-shirt is blazing. Okay. And it's never failed me. I've done that for 20-plus years, and it's never failed me. We see kids at burn camp with with torso burns, hands, and facial burns from sparklers. It's the leading cause of, of burns out of all the fireworks. And, of course, you hate for anything to happen to um, a child, but then, you know, burns, those are that's not an easy recovery, right? No, that's one of the, the most terrible injuries that you could have. We uh, uh, Recently, we took a, a mannequin, and we had a sparkler go with a T-shirt, typical type of injury we see with a kid, and we took it to Dr. Gamelli at the uh, Loyola Burn Unit, because ironically or uh, coincidentally, this mannequin, the skin bubbled up and looked just like a, a regular burn. And from this t-shirt from a sparkler single sparkler he estimated that that injury would cost over a half million dollars and the child would be two weeks in a burn unit and then be scarred for life 
Oh my goodness. Okay. You have completely shifted my viewpoint of fireworks <laughs> during this conversation. Uh, you know, I I thought, oh, well, you know, it can be dangerous, um, but, you know, people are just going to be doing it anyway. But now if I, I'm going to, if I'm around family and friends that want to do that, I'm just going to be repeating a lot of uh, your facts and figures. Well, we appreciate it. Nobody wants to hurt a kid and obviously or, or damage somebody else's house or anything like that. And the problem with fireworks is when it goes bad, it goes really bad. It uh, yeah. it's really bad. I mean, we see with our the fire safety alliance. It's not just a statistic. It's just not a dollar amount. It's lives. We see families break up over these things. You can imagine the parent that gave their kid a sparkler right. to have a good time. You know, there's a there's a little girl that's uh, out of Waukegan, and she was at camp. So the parents gave them some sparklers, and they're running around. And a spark came off the sparkler and went into the gym shoe and was burning the padding on the inside of the gym shoe. But the parents didn't know that because all the kids were yelling and screaming, being kids, until finally they realized she was in really bad pain. They took her shoe off, and all the tissue came with it. Oh, no. Uh, that you can imagine the feeling from the family member that gave him a sparkler and said, we didn't, we didn't know. Oh my so goodness. One of the things, yeah. One of the things we do is we deal with the legislation. We actually wrote the uh, fireworks laws back in 2006 mm-hmm. and people always ask us, well, why don't you get rid of sparklers? Why don't you create a law? There's only one state in the country that sparklers are illegal and people always say, why don't you do that? It's because people don't understand. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it doesn't go bang. We really try, and thank you for having us on, to be able to educate people about the dangers because people just don't know. Now, to add on to that, we've worked with the city of Chicago and 20 other communities to ban the sale and use of sparklers locally. Well, I will never um, look at a sparkler the same way, and I don't think I'll ever hold a sparkler ever again, Mike, seriously. Um, You know, and the other thing I didn't even think about till you mentioned it is sort of thinking about how flammable the clothing that we have on. You mentioned the shoe, you mentioned the T-shirt. A lot of times we're not realizing exactly how flammable our clothing might be. Also, I read an article about um, hand sanitizer and fireworks. Of course, everyone's using hand sanitizer right now, and that's... uh, that's not good. Alcohol to based. Yeah, that's not good. Mm-hmm. Tell us why that's not a good combination. All this hand sanitizer because of this pandemic and then people trying to put off, let off fireworks. Right. Well, uh, we'll see what happens this year. Unfortunately, we know that the numbers are going to be up because Chicago police is already talking about 700 percent increase in complaints um, with fireworks. And then you take the pandemic, like you said, with the hand sanitizer, which can, contains as much as 99% alcohol, which is flammable. Mm-hmm. The good news is, is that the alcohol in the uh, sanitizer will evaporate pretty quickly. Okay. Well, that's good. That's good. So to hopefully, know. It, yeah, you know, okay. and, and let's not forget how it affects our veterans, our yes. combat war veterans that come back with post-traumatic. Um, Dr. McGrath, we just did a press conference. He was talking about some of the, he's a psychologist and some of the veterans that he deals with will drive to the center of the state and park in the middle of a field or in the middle of a road in a cornfield and sleep there for two days because it puts them right back to where these guys uh, ended up in the war. Um, 
And then animals, it's the busiest day for shelters for dogs and cats to be lost on July 4th and July 5th. Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, you know what? (laughs) You've convinced me. Retired Fire Chief Mike Figola. (laughs) Um, Thank you so much for all the the tireless work that you're doing. I know that it's an uphill battle trying to convince people not to to mess with fireworks, especially during the 4th of July weekend. But um, we appreciate you um, trying to get the message out there. And um, and like I said, you've convinced me for sure. Um, thank you well, so much. Thank for all you. Your and work. thank you for thank you for letting us spread the word. And hopefully everybody has a safe 4th of July. Yes, absolutely. And I'm guessing the Illinois Fire Safety Alliance website, it's ifsa.org. So if people want more information, they can go there, right? That's correct. Thank you for reminding me of that. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Chief. Really appreciate you. I uh, hope it's not too busy of a weekend for you, okay? Hopefully not. Enjoy your weekend.